return now to SCN for some breaking news. I'm your host and lead anchor, Jerry Garcia. Only a couple hours have gone by since the child recipients of the Dilly Dunkers coins went into the ice cream satisfactory, and already one has returned. Joe Pistachio is on site outside of the factory with this breaking story. Joe. That's right, Jerry. Only moments ago, a giant batch of rolled ice cream was brought out by a few factory staff members and unrolled right in front of us to reveal little Philip Dipples nearly frozen inside. We tried to talk to the boy, but he was far too cold and sticky to respond. The ambulances have taken him to Sorbet City Hospital, but we're here with his grandmother, Delilah Dipples, to get a statement from her. Delilah, what do you have to say about Philip Dipple's obvious dismissal from the competition? Well, all I can say is that the second that ice cream man comes out of that facility, I'm going to be slamming him with a big fat lawsuit. I'll sue him for everything he's worth for whatever happened to my little Philip so long as my lawyers are all done with the conservatorship papers they're working on. I'm sorry, what was that last part? Oh, uh, I meant, um, nothing, nothing. I'd I better get down to the hospital and make sure little Philip is okay. Or, or if I'm going to be claiming on that life insurance I filed for him. Well, I can only hope that things happening inside the facility are less weird than those happening outside of it. Back to you, Jerry. All right, welcome back to another episode of our Kids on Bikes one-shot campaign titled Dilly Dunkers Ice Cream Satisfactory. This is episode three. Um, on my right, we've got Cameron here. He is playing Julian Pardner. Pardner. There we go. Pardner. Pardner. Uh, <laughs> directly ahead of me, we got Ben Scaturo, and he is playing Kieran O'Mulligan. And on my left, we got Bart Miller, who's playing Philip Dipple. Oh, not anymore. Formerly. Formerly the player. Formerly Philip Dipple, now taking over Hogan Dose. Unless you, did you change it? No, I just umlauded it up. You umlauded it up. Mm. Very fancy. And wrote down that he has extra lederhosen in his backpack. (laughs) Ah, good. (laughs) I love it. Perfect. Just use that. That's right. Um, Where last we left off, you guys had just taken on the track. Uh, It was sort of like Rainbow Road and Mario Kart, and uh, you guys had a lot of fun with that, but nobody was uh, knocked off the track entirely, although Donna, our one remaining NPC, uh, was able to shoot ahead of all of you and place in first. What that means in the future, we'll find out. Or if it means anything, who knows? Whatever the case, uh, you guys are being led into the next room and with uh, by Dilly Dunker himself. And you walk in, it seems like a very boring room, almost like a waiting room in a sense. And there's a large TV screen that sits in this room. And on it appears a various series of silhouettes. And Dilly says, ah, next up, we've got a little bit of a situation that I've been trying to figure out how the heck to deal with uh, that's in the sort of next room here. And it'd just be great if I could get you guys' creative help and ideas on how to deal with this. See, um, we created, uh, we saw the popularity of the Pokemon thing that everybody was really all hyped out about internationally and uh, the whole like monster battling and game and everything like that. And we decided that we would try to make a special ice cream treat that sort of mimicked the idea where you could play with like actual living ice cream creatures. And then whenever that ice cream creature lost a battle, it would just turn into normal ice cream and you could eat it. So it's not like freaky or disturbing or anything like that. Well, uh, we created them and it worked, but the problem is, is that they came in a bit more aggressive than expected. And we're still reworking that formula, uh, but whatever the case, we've been kind of left with the monsters that we've made so far. And like I said, I need some help dealing with them. So. On the screen, you're going to see some silhouettes of some of these creatures, and I'm going to send you in to go deal with them, and uh, you guys pick which one you want to deal with. And on the screen, you see one, two, three, four different characters. Uh, I want you guys, one of them, uh, come up with a fictional cartoon character that's based off of one in real life. I don't know, like a parody of one in real life. Doesn't matter what it what it comes from. It could be anything. Sonic. It's it's just a parody of Sonic. It's Sanic. It's Sanic. Okay, I like that. That's that's quick and easy. What what differs Sanic from Sonic? What is he? 
He's not a hedgehog. He's, he's a purple hamster. A purple hamster. Okay, I like it. All right, we'll roll with that. <laughs> okay. And his name is Domino. Okay. Dominoes. Not Sanic. No. It's Domino's. Domino's. Okay, sounds good. And Domino's, also Domino's pizza doesn't exist in this world. Just right. Domino's. Yeah, the okay. yard doesn't exist in this world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you, you guys got, got Domino's, you the got, really fast hamster. So you, you see oh, a series of yeah. silhouettes. One of them is a uh, sort of a taco-shaped body. And then you see some like ligaments that are coming out of it. It's very like low to the ground, whatever this creature is, right? Um, the second one, it kind of looks like a cow, but it has these giant uh, sort of rabbit-like ears. Uh, the third one, the silhouette seems to suggest it's sort of like uh, some sort of flying creature that's in sort of an oblong rounded square shape with a long, what looks like almost like a tail or maybe an antenna that's coming mm. off of it. And then lastly, you see what you could swear is a silhouette of Domino, the purple hamster from the cartoon series. Mm -hmm. hmm. And he says, well, there's your four. Feel free to pick whichever one you want. Uh, deal with it in the next room. And I don't know, maybe I'll use whatever techniques you use to deal with it uh, to deal with the rest of them. Is it one-on-one -on -one and are they edible? Uh, it's actually, I'll just throw all of you guys in there. It'd probably be a little bit easier. But if you defeat it, it'll become regular and, and edible. So, yeah, mm. absolutely. Is there any ice cream in this room? No. Oh. But there's ice cream in the next room if you can defeat the monster. Because oh, it becomes ice cream. Sure. Can you can you describe the, what was it, the cube one? Uh, so it's not a cube. It's actually a flat, just square shape. But otherwise, mm. it's got a very flat body. And it, like I said, it has some sort of either long tail or possibly a antenna of some kind. You're not sure because it's just a silhouette. Could be a whip-like flagella. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I guess. Is there a door? Well, there is, but you guys got to pick one of these first. There's no way to arm or armor ourselves. Oh, we can just nothing in this room. room. Not in this room, but I, I did leave some stuff in the other room for you. The room. Yeah, you'll you'll go in there and then you'll armor up and then we'll release the beast in there and then you guys take care of it. That that pizza box with the tail doesn't sound that scary. Yeah, sure. I mean anything's easier than Domino. <laughs> He's fast. <laughs> so one was like that taco shell one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I forgot. No, 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 you're good, you're good. Yeah. So you got the taco shell one, uh, the the seemingly, the one with the bunny ears, and then you've got the, the square one. I'll and take then, the bunny ears one. Well, you guys are all together. Oh, together. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Domino is way too fast. Uh -huh. I mean, I've seen, I've seen the, uh, I've seen the TV show and watching it with my sister way too fast. Well, uh, well, if we could do the bunny eared one, we each grab a bunny ear, we could wrangle it. You know? One person it's just grabs, like handles, really. Huh? Yeah, they're just long handles. Um, I'm pretty sure that taco one might be Croco Chaco. Oh, yeah, so that's a crocodile. <laughs> oh. We are not do crocodiles like bananas. Are you asking? Yeah. Dilly? No, sure. I don't care who I'm he asking. He just openly asked. Oh, I think they like. I never thought about it before. Because I got bananas. Oh, I suppose it's. Possible. I still. And he, oh, yeah, also, the, he still has the banana split <laughs> item from the last thing. Yeah, yeah. He's still wearing his captain's hat. Yeah. Let's try the bunny first. Yeah. We only had to do one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, just one overall. Yeah. Then, oh. uh, let's do the bunny one. I guess. Sure. Well, bunnies. bunnies are also pretty fast. But bunnies are nice. You know, but he said they're aggressive. Well, maybe not if they have bananas. Oh, God. All right. Let's see me in to deal with the bunny then. And he opens up the door. And inside you see sort of like a little stadium space. And you look up and in the stands you see a bunch of the scoop troop that are all just in there like, whoa, 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 whoa. They're all like oh. cheering like this is some kind of gladiator thing or something. Um, against the wall you can see there's a variety of different ice cream uh, armory type items. You see popsicles, pop scythes, pop swords, pop shields, etc. Pop spears. It's all just a play off of the concept of popsicles. Yeah. So, um, mm. if there's anything in particular that you want to gear up with, please tell me what it is. Sh shield. 
Definitely a shield. All right. Are we trying to kill it or subdue it? I mean, the best defense is a good defense. So, I mean. Is there any carrots? No. No pop carrots? No, no pop carrots. Sorry. It's all just weapons. So, they're all popsicles, right? Yeah. What's. So, I'm going to grab the pops. uh, Is there like a pop staff or a pop spear? Sure. Is there a popsicle? Uh, yeah, there's just like a regular. There's a handful what, of what just color are popsicles. The, what color oh, are the popsicles? They all have kind of like that um, light blue, almost like a blue raspberry. Mm. Okay. Um, are there any orange popsicles? They're all light blue. They're like all everything blue. in here is just the light blue color. I'll go with the popsicle scythe because that sounds epic. That does sound that epic. The pop scythe, yeah, that sounds epic. You pick it up, it's just uh, so it's the the wooden popsicle stick, but then at the end of it, it's like a sharpened. Oh. That's sick. Yeah. Popsicle frozen pop. pop. Yeah. Mm. All right. And then you guys are both grabbing shields. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And then you, you're going to take, <laughs> I'm not going to pull like the old, like, oh, I it's grab, a two handed, one handed, but at the same time. I grab a box of popsicles. Okay. Just like what, a regular, what a regular popsicle, popsicle. Regular case. Weapon has the most popsicle on it. Um, probably the pop sword. Pop sword. The majority of that. I mean, it's really just the hilt that's like the wooden popsicle stick. And then the rest of it's just the the popsicle. I'm going to grab a regular popsicle and then the pop sword. Okay. I mean, the regular popsicles, just like just to emphasize, they're literally like a regular, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I just I reached in my, okay. All right. Just to clarify. All right. Sounds good. As you guys take, oh, uh, let's see. Uh, Donna, she, uh, she picks up a couple of pop daggers. Nice. She's got one in each hand, and she's like, what are we even doing with these? This doesn't even make any sense. We're going to have to, like, kill something with that? I don't do that. That's not my area. I don't fight. And then as she's, like, just sitting there whining and complaining, all of a sudden the door lifts. It's like a big garage door, kind of, and it just lifts up, and all of a sudden out hops this giant black and white rabbit. It has a... (laughs) It is laden with milk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you actually recognize this giant rabbit. It, its uh, whole head, or sometimes even its body, or whatever, is featured on containers of the milk or the ice cream known as Rabbit Trail flavored ice cream that comes from Dilly Dunker's company, of course. Um, whatever the case, it looks ang- as angry as a rabbit possibly can look, and it comes hopping in. And as it hits the ground, it's so heavy that you feel everything shake around you. And that is what you are presented with to fight. What are you all doing? Okay. How about three people go and try to, like, get around it, try to, I don't know, maybe divert its attention a few different ways. And I'm going to sit back here and start whittling one of the popsicles with my multi-tool. Okay. Into the shape of a carrot. Okay, interesting. All right. How, how big are we talking like? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Prize is... pig, Volkswagen. How big is big? Uh, elephant size. Oh, my. Oh. That's a big rabbit. It's yeah, a big Never rabbit. mind. I uh, I don't think I, there's more than enough popsicle to do that. I'm going to move to flank. Flank, all right. And uh, get behind it. All right. I'm going to hold up my bananas <laughs> as I walk towards the A-N-A-N-A-S. Hey, uh, Mr. Rabbit, you like bananas? Do a charm. You like bananas? I'm just going to be holding out bananas to him. Right. That is a six. All right. Dang, you have all those adversity tokens built Oh, yep, that's right. Um, So as you walk towards it, holding up this banana into the air, it sort of takes a little bit of a cautionary step back and then it lurches forward and just slams into you with its, with its head and sends you flying backwards. Well, that's what the shield's for. Yeah, that's true. Um, it, it's definitely damaging. There's not really damage in yeah. the system. It's more of like how just, badly do you feel or how often do you fail, yeah, hence, yeah. as we saw from, from Philip. I just fell to the side. Okay. Go, oh, I don't think he likes bananas. <laughs> All right, sounds good. And then what were you, Kieran, what were you doing? Because that thing is so big, the pop school idea, it won't work. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> You're like whittling away and then all and of a sudden... And then you just see the... I'm going to just try to approach it from the side. Okay. As it's hitting him, just be like... Okay. Are um, you are you attacking? No. What I'm going to do, I just have the shield out right now. The sword is either over the back or on the hip. Okay. Um, 
I'm just gonna just try to get as close as I can. I'm gonna try to touch it. Oh. Okay. Um, and just start scratching its back leg. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. Do uh, I? I mean, to some extent, that would also, in my mind, be a charm, probably, because you're trying. Yeah. I assume you're trying to get like it's. I'm trying to see what'll happen. Sure. But yeah. Okay. Wow. I love my D4 and charm. <laughs> One. A one. Uno. All right. It feels you touch it. Uh, one of its legs kind of comes out and just starts to kick at you. Um, at first you think, oh, it's it's enjoying it. And then all of a sudden the kick starts to move towards you and you have to dodge out of the way um, as, it, as it goes to kick towards you. Um, Hogan, you're, you're flanking it. You're heading towards the back. What are you going to do from there? Uh, the opening appears attack. All right. Go for it. Do me a fight. 20. Oh, oh. So you have just 20. exploded your dice. So you get 20. to roll again. Oh boy. 20. Oh. All right, you exploded again. Keep going. Keep going. I'll oh. reroll that. Cock dice. 11. 11. Total is 51. That would have been hilarious. Plus one, 52. That's 52 attack. The with a popsicle sack with a, from the back. <laughs> wow, that, that uh, rabbit uh, dead. All right. Double nat what 20s. did you just do? Holy cow. All right. Attacker's role is greater than 10 or more. It says narrative control. The attacker has full control over the narrative. Oh. They explain what the defender does in response to the attack and how ineffective this response is. Describe this scene as you attack it from behind. I'm, I'm ready to hear this. Man, that's a much shorter than I was expecting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so with an epic swipe across its hindquarter, I open up a large wound that immediately begins seeping a bunch of sweet and condensed milk oh, everywhere. Oh, okay. But it is not quite dead yet, and That's it's right. going to make a heroic last attack of some kind. Yeah. All right, the rabbit. Uh, hits so Donna. I only no know of like one sound. Yeah, hits Donna. I know of only... <laughs> One sound that rabbits make, and it's a horrible, shrill, shrieking sound that it lets out as its back uh, hindquarters have been sliced open, and it rushes forward, starts hopping forward, um, kind of just uh, blindly, and slams into Donna, who's just kind of standing there, trying to stay away from it. She was the second it came out, she was like, "Ew, that thing's gross!" And then, of course, it comes leaping towards her after Hogan slashes it in the back and slams into Donna. Uh, Donna goes down. Hogan, you come running up from behind, uh, following after it, having slashed it in the back. What are you doing to finish it off? It feels appropriate since I have a scythe of decapitation. All right, sounds good. You go <laughs> leaping onto its back, it trying to get at you, but has you know it doesn't really have ligaments that can reach around or whatever the case. You leap into the air and come down, slicing the head off of this rabbit. As you separate its head from its body, it all starts to sort of melt into a sort of sweet cream ice cream treat. Mm. Um, and it's just a big pile of ice cream now. And you hear uh, over kind of like a little microphone, you hear Dilly Dunkers on the other end say, Well, that was a lot faster than I was expecting. But kudos to you guys. You really knocked that bugger down. And as he says this, uh, a door opens up, allowing you guys to go into the next room. I was not expecting somebody to roll a 52. Yeah, that's You can crazy. never expect anything with exploding dice. That's right, you can't. Goodness, double 20. You know what? Well worth it, though. Holy cow. That was Somebody run the calculations of like how unlikely that is. Bart, you do math. It's a lot. one in 400. One in 400. Holy cow. Wow. Look at what we just did. All right, fantastic. So you guys make it into the next room. Uh, Donna picking herself up off the ground in a, in a fairly uh, beat up state, but uh, manages to hobble her way into the next room with you guys. Um, Dilly Dunker just leads you. It kind of just empties back into that waiting room. He congratulates all of you. Wow, that was, again, really well done. Uh, a lot faster than myself or the Scoop Troops has been able to handle any of these kind of creatures. I uh, gotta say, uh, I'd be putting the company in pretty good hands with Hogan here. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Uh, but that's not how decisions are made here. Um, again, well done, Hogan. I saw how well you did. Uh, the rest of you guys, good job as well. All right, on to the next and uh, final room, actually, before we uh, kind of go into our final little section here. And you guys present me with the amazing ice cream treats you've been coming up with this whole time. Yes, yes, all right, fantastic. All right, next room. 
You guys go into the next room. Once again, you're greeted by the sight of a lot of different the, the conveyor belts and machines. But this time, instead of uh, like big machines that are kind of like doing the action to like process whatever the ice cream treat is or whatever the case, um, you see a whole bunch of robots that are in this room. Specifically, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven robots scattered about this room. You see them doing a whole variety of different tasks as things come down the conveyor belt. They're picking up ice cream cones and dipping them into chocolate, or they're pulling a lever that fills up like a container of ice cream and slapping a lid on it and putting it back on the conveyor belt. Very just like basic, boring, tedious kind of tasks. And Dilly Dunkers, as he's walking through, or there's sort of like a safety area, like you see in a lot of like, um, warehouses or industrial areas where they kind of have like that line that like once you pass that line you're in the danger zone or whatever right or you shouldn't have you shouldn't be here without a hard hat he's mm -hmm. keeping you within the safety line and he says uh so over here we've sort of created what we call the dipping bots uh the dipping bots are here to do basically all of the more tedious tasks that uh you know the scoop troop could be better set uh, doing other things that are a little bit smarter, obviously, and things like that. So they do a lot of the harvesting and some of the other more complex tasks, but we needed somebody to do the very basic, simple, tedious tasks, and that's what they do here. Um, it's actually a pretty recent development, believe it or not. I only recently came up with the AI system that could help program these creatures, but the problem is, is it's a little bit on the fritz lately. And just as he says that, you see uh, a couple of the bots start like taking out huge cones and they're just dipping them and dipping them and dipping them, just the same ones. And then all of a sudden they take them out and they just start throwing them around the room and um, swinging chocolate sauce in every direction. And he says, yeah, so that's pretty much what I'm talking about. Uh, if you guys could uh, figure out what's wrong with them and hopefully reprogram them, uh, you'll have to step into the danger zone, the non-safe place. So grab yourselves a hot hat before you do that. Um, apparently, uh, when I have people here, they have to follow the OSHA regulations. As, whatever as the case. they should. Uh, yeah. And, uh, but whatever the case, just be careful because these things can get quite violent as they've shown before. So, uh, yeah, have at it. And you are presented with the situation where you've got a variety of seven glitchy robots scattered throughout the room that are causing, starting to cause some mayhem and you got to figure out how to fix them. Mm. Is there a uh, control panel anywhere? Uh, actually, you do see that there is a little room. There's some like stairs at the far end of the room. Stairs lead up and there's like kind of a control room uh, up in that area. Okay, I'm gonna put a hard hat on and head that way. All right. Um, Are you gonna turn them off and count to five and turn yep. them back on again? No, no, no not <laughs> to five. We're doing the router setting, so it's 15. Okay. All right, as you are making your way across there, one of the robots, so the, the robots, similarly to Pokemon, they only say their name, right? So uh, one of them, he says, Yo, I'm Mr. Fruitastic. And he starts to just, he has like a machine gun kind of built into his arm almost. And he just starts to fire frozen um, berries around the room like little bullets. Uh, how would you like to respond to this as he starts to fire in your direction? I'm going to duck behind the nearest bit of machinery. All right, sounds good. Roll me a uh, flight. Seven. A seven. All right. Sounds good. You duck behind the machinery. Pew, 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 pew. Um, a couple of these uh, pieces of fruit scattering around you, but none of them hitting you. Uh, but currently, you're kind of like pinned down a little bit. Anybody else want to do anything? You know, it is nice with all these haywire robots that they still respect the safety line. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is wild. They at least have that bit of programming That's right. AI to work. <laughs> Well done, Mr. Dunker. Yeah, well, uh, like I said, uh, we, we do our best here. Have you tried hitting one on the head? I have not tried that. Okay. Uh, is there... I haven't come into this room very much at all, to be honest uh, with you. I'm just going to grab a hard hat. Okay. Because that's like the only hard object I see near me. And I'm just going to chuck it at the nearest one and see if I can just hit it on the head. Okay. Um, do you want to throw it at that one that is shooting it? No. No? Oh, the closest okay. one. The I'm closest assuming one. that one's closer to him running. Sure. No, that's fair. Um, yeah, there's one of them uh, that is... Looks like a clown. Yeah, I threw it at that one. Oh, okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, yeah, there's one of them that's literally, he's got, uh, he's just got a box of sprinkles and he's yeah. just going, and he's just throwing sprinkles in every direction. So you throw your hard hat at him, roll me a fight. Five. Five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, boom. It hits him on the head and he starts to kind of spin around and now sprinkles are flying in every direction. Cool. 
Um, he's got, it's sort of like where he's separated at his torso, so his torso is just spinning around while his legs are just still planted in place. Uh, your friend is still being shot at by. Well, I by tried all I could. <laughs> yeah. Any uh, ideas, Hogan? I'll, I'll get a hard hat and make a break for the control room. Okay, well. sounds good. The sprinkle bot, uh, the same one that just got hit by the hard hat, sees you making your way for the control room and starts to. Um, he, he turns the box up onto himself and his mouth like opens up and sprinkles start going in and then he just turns her and goes and a like vomit line of sprinkles comes flying your way. What are you doing? Um, in initiate laser dodging. Laser dodging? Alright, sounds good. <laughs> sounds Man, like something from a video game. It does, it does. Roll me a flight. Uh, seven of ten. All right, oh, sounds good. Yeah, I was gonna say you uh, you dodge and sort of slide out of the way, and as you slide, you realize that you are sliding currently on um, a layer of sherbet. And as you look ahead of you, you see that there is a um, one of the robots is like kind of layering the floor in sherbet, and then he starts to kind of like he has like a another one of those spades like from the uh, Cold Stone, oh, and he's like using it like a brick. Um, what do you call that? The, Trowel? Trowel, yeah. yes. Um, he's using it like a trowel and he's he's like building almost like a big wall of uh, sherbet that you're kind of careening towards, like a slip and slide. I'll go hard hat first and do it. Okay, yeah, you just plow through. Do me a, do me a grit. Six. Six, all right, sounds good. You you slam into it, uh, kind of hurts your head a little bit just from the impact, but I mean, you're okay. Um, it doesn't like break through though, but you are actually a little bit, quite a bit closer to the um, control room. So I'm, I'm gonna, gonna make a dart. Okay, sounds good. Um, do an, uh, probably a flight again, yeah. as he's continuing to fire at you. Two. Two, all right. So you stand up and immediately get pelted by these hard, uh, ice cream chunks or, or fruit, frozen fruit chunks. I'm gonna keep pushing through it. All right, you're pushing through it. All right, sounds good. Um, it's slow progress and you're taking a lot of damage as you do. Do a grit to try to like just push through. Three. A three. Uh, it's, again, it's slow progress and you are feeling, I mean, you're getting welts all over your body as you're just taking damage. Uh, what are you doing, Julian? Oh, Mr. Duncan. Yeah. Do you have any gizmos or gadgets on you? Like ice cream stuff? You got to have something. I mean, I, I do, but this is more of like a you guys challenge. I was going to have this, you guys kind of solve it for me. This is it. Well, if you give the gizmos to me, I'll solve it. Well, you know, I'd give you guys a, an opportunity to get a nice little gizmo back in the gift shop. Do you have anything on you that you could use? I got a checkerboard. Oh. I don't think they're in the mood to play a game of checkers with me. Oh, you never know. Okay, I guess you never know. Hi, Mr. Robot. <laughs> Which one are you approaching? Uh, I'm not pro. I'm oh, just walking out to the end of the line. I'm just shouting at the closest one. Okay. And I pull up the checkerboard and I say, play me in checkers. Loser turns themselves off. Are you, are you talking to, I guess, Sprinklebot, since that was the one that I said was closest earlier, I suppose. I guess so. Uh, do you want to do charm? Sure. Or, okay. 14. 14. Okay, it turns and it just walks towards you and it just says, Sprinkle lock. Sprinkle lock. And it sits down across from you. It seems open I to the idea of playing the board and I set it checkers. down and I get to playing some checkers. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to have you do a brain Do you check. want black or red, Sprinklebot? Sprinklebot. Red it is. <laughs> I'm gonna roll some brains. That's a four. Oh, that's a three. Seven. Seven. All right. Um, you managed to uh, start to. You actually managed to best the robot in a game of checkers. Uh, I, I guess I should have been playing robots this whole time. <laughs> yeah. so. Thankfully, they're glitchy, so obviously oh, the AI yeah, they're isn't not like really thinking carefully. Yeah. I'm thinking more about sprinkles. Oh yeah, you watch like plenty of moves where it just did something really stupid. And it just ate one of the checkers. Yeah. It's own. Okay. So then it has it one just, fewer. It just the ate one of its own checkers. <laughs> well, I guess that benefits me. That's yeah. right. Um, oh, I beat King Me, Sprinklebot. Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. Oh, and it oh. and it powers down. And as it powers down, you can see uh, there's a little panel on its back, and it has a series of symbols on it. I turn it around because I'm at the line. I turn around to look at the back. Okay. All right. Sounds good. It shows the following symbols. Uh, they're all look like emojis and it shows donut ice cream dish 
Mm. Cupcake, mm. ice cream cone. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna turn it and aim it at another robot and I'm gonna push ice cream cone. Oh, it's not buttons. It's just like a, like oh, a it just series shows of pictures. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is there a way I can clear it? What do you mean by clear it? Well, is it just like, like is it um, part of its like logo or is it like a computer screen or something? It's more like a, a logo kind of thing. Oh. Yeah. And it just shows those four emojis? Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that means. Fair enough. But is there a way I can, I don't know, I can't do that. I'm just going to call for the next robot and I'm going to look over at a green one that's like shooting off like some gelato. I'm going to say, gelato bot. I choose you. I challenge you. Get over here. Nobody responds. There is no gelato bot. Oh, well, okay. Well, <laughs> maybe I was wrong. Or whatever the green bot is. Uh, let's see. Green is proud. Okay, you see one, uh, and he's got these big, he's green. He's got these big giant fists, and you see him standing over what looks like some sort of um, hard candied material and he's just punching it to flatten it down and then he looks up and as he looks up his arms come up with him and now he's just punching the air like he just does not stop punching um, he's making basically like those little ribbons the thin ribbons that they put in ice cream sometimes sometimes it's caramel or peanut huh. butter or whatever yeah. it is. that's his job right and he starts to approach and he says ribbon bar, ribbon bar. I sit down across my checkerboard do it do another charisma check see if you can convince him to do check 17 all right fair enough Dang. you got me there all right, uh, yep, he sits down and he's just punching, punching, punching. And you set out the chessboard very carefully. You said chess, right? Checkers. Oh, checker, okay. Yes, and I, uh, you're a red ribbon bot. Ribbon bot, ribbon bot, ribbon bot. Red is short a piece. That's but, true, that's uh, very true. <laughs> and then I uh, go to play him in checkers. Right. I don't know how good he's gonna be. No, that's fair. All uh, right, so as you're doing this, I'm gonna jump over yeah, to the other guys. Yeah, of course. Guys. All right, so you're being pelted. I'm trying to duck behind another machine. All right, sounds good. And then you are coming down a slip and, well, you came down a slip and slide and kind of came to the end of that. And you've got the Sherbert bot who's building a wall right in front of you. Is this trowel attached or could I disarm it? Uh, I'd say, let's say it's, it's disarmable. I'm gonna fight him for it. All right, fight him for that trowel. <laughs> one. <Yeah>. one. <laughs> Has to make up for the 20s. Yeah. You go to reach up and you immediately slip and fall backwards on the, the Sherbert. You're you're picking yourself up from the Sherbert. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to do? You look around the room, you see uh, Donna is nowhere to be seen. You're not sure where she went to. Um, but you do see Kieran who's ducked behind some machines and he's getting constantly pelted by frozen fruits. You see Julian playing checkers. And Julian checkers. is playing checkers against one of the robots. <laughs> well, <laughs> with an island turned off right to, next to him. Try to proceed to the control room. Okay, sounds good. So you start making your way to the control room. Um, I'm going to say that you divert Mr. Fruitastic's uh, attention. He sees you kind of rush by since, since um, Kieran was making his way in that same direction. So I'm going to have you do a flight um, to dodge out of his attacks. Eight. Eight. All right. Sounds good. So you uh, manage to duck and dive and dodge your way out of the way, which also opens up an opportunity for Kieran uh, now that it's not shooting at him anymore. How cracked is that sherbet wall? Not very cracked. Okay. It's still pretty fresh. Is it in between the control room and... Yes. All right. Uh, then I'll also try to duck and dive around. Them. Okay. Sounds good. Six. Six. Okay. And it's going to be a much easier situation now that, you know, there's a distraction going on. So both of you are able to dive just ever so slightly, mm -hmm. just as the bullets of frozen fruit are kind of approaching you, you both dive into the control room and you find yourselves inside of just a little space. There's walls um, behind you. And then of course there's, there's the wall in front of you, which has a giant TV screen, but there's two openings on either side that, you know, someone could enter from um, giant TV screen. And it seems to have a series of codes on it. And what it says is it has all the robots listed Sprinklebot, Chaco Churner, Rocky Roadblocker, Bubblegum Blaster, Sherbert Shuffler, <laughs> Ribbonbot, and Mr. Fruitastic. Currently, um, Sprinklebot is in red text um, to assume that it's powered down. The other ones are all in green text, they're active, and it shows next to them, it shows four, each one of them has four um, emojis next to it. Mm. And all of a sudden, Dilly Dunkers is standing right next to you guys, and he says, oh, you guys have made it to the control room. What the? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you got here. See, uh, just so you guys know and are aware, uh, we developed our own special uh, coding language. I call it IC++. Mm. <laughs> 
And uh, basically, I thought, you know, nobody likes letters and numbers and all of that confusion and whatnot. It'd be so much easier if we just used little pictures. So I programmed an entire language that works off of emojis. So. Anyways, each one of the robots has a set of four emojis next to or on them that should kind of correspond with what their coding should be. I think the coding might have got a bit glitched and mixed up though. So as you can see, the coding that's on the screen is not the coding that should be on the robot. So if you can fix that, then it should power down the robots and put them back to work like they should be. Sort of reset them. Anyways, I'm going to... Yeah, I mean, is there a like on and off switch back here, like a full? No, nah, unfortunately, it all runs oh, off great. the AI, so um, no on and off. It's got to be manual. Got to get in there manually. Hmm. All that good stuff. Great. He's like, I gotta go watch this thrilling checkers game that's taking place. Yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. Eating <laughs> you know, pieces what, what and is stuff. Doing? Uh, I think he's taking on a robot and checkers. Why? I don't know, but he powered uh, Sprinklebot down. He what? He powered him down. Although, it doesn't mean he's been reprogrammed, but at least he's not hurting can, anybody. Can you give him a message for me? I suppose I could do that. Just tell him to challenge each one. All of them? Yeah, challenge right. each one. Uh, all of a sudden, Dilly Dunkers, uh, he sort of just comes walking up to you, and he's uh -huh. like, Hey, question for you. How do you feel about challenging a whole bunch of robots in Chickas? That, that's my lifelong dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, your friends over in the control room all said to just get a bunch of uh, these robots powered down by playing Chickas against them. All right. And uh, Julian cracks his knuckles right. and, and gets the plane punch bot. All right. Sounds bot. good. Uh, roll, me, roll me a brain. Two. Two. Mm. You have all of those tokens, though. <laughs> those are saved for my lucky rabbits. But... <laughs> uh, Punchbot, uh, you you make a few wrong moves. Whatever the case, Punchbot takes the advantage. Or not Punchbot. It's, it's Ribbonbot. Ribbon like takes punching. the advantage and immediately just, like, the second that he has more pieces than you do, he stands up and just punches the whole thing and then goes to punch at you. Well, I'm behind the line. Yeah, and as he punches at you, his fist just freezes as it reaches. Julian shakes his fingers and goes, Can we no, see no, his no. back then if he's turned towards the line? Sure, yeah. And see the icons? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, you see the following icons. Strawberry, cherry. Oh, you took my pencil. Peanut. Gotcha. And uh, ice cream dish. So the four were strawberry, strawberry, cherry, peanut, ice cream dish. I'm going to let Kieran handle that. He's got all the brains. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look back at the code. Yes. That's on there. So under Ribbonbot, you actually, um, what's currently in there is uh, milk, cookie, cake, and sherbet. All right. Uh, what bot has that combination? Which combination? That that one the, you just I just said. Do any of the bots have that combination on it already? The strawberry cherry one. The strawberry cherry peanut ice cream. I'm gonna oh, see if maybe oh. they're just flipped around on. No. Okay. No. You um, wonder. You you could theoretically just like backspace on one of them and then retype it. Yeah. You see a like keyboard, but instead of letters on it and stuff, it's, it's all just the emojis. The emojis. Exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna. All right. I just so yep, yep. You go to Ribbonbot. You type in the strawberry, cherry, peanut, and ice cream dish, and all, and you peek back out, and it's like you know, trying to do a punch towards um, towards Julian, and it's frozen at the the safety line, and then all of a sudden it just, and then it kind of walks its way back over to the ribbon section, and then it just like powers down, and then you see it power back up, and it just punches the ribbon. Is like it's green on the machine then? Yes. Okay. Oh, well, that worked. Uh, do you see the one on that other powered down one? By chance, uh... It's facing okay. me, actually. Right. Oh. I turned it around. Well, yeah, Kieran doesn't know. Yeah, so it's facing you guys, actually. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So what's the code on that one? So that one is for Sprinklebot, and the code on it is donut, ice cream dish, cupcake, and ice cream cone. But on the computer, it's listed as milk, lollipop, sherbet, strawberry. 
I mean, we were darting the entire time. He He's really the only one who knows that. Well, he, he looked over and saw it. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay. So um, you, you guys know what it is. Now. Yeah, okay. Then we'll just correct type, it in the Type system. it in. All right. As you type it in, um, you're sitting there. Uh, SprinkleBot's not that far away. All of a sudden, it kind of you see a blinking light, and then all of a sudden, it powers back up again. It walks back over to the machines, and it starts... Um, fixing the, uh, or applying sprinkles to the various ice creams and such that are coming out of the machine, like it's supposed to. Oh. Hey, Ribbonbot. Ribbonbot. Come here, you, I got a task for you. It kind of looks at you confused and then it goes back to punching the ribbon. Dil Dilly, get, get him to listen. What, what do you want from him? He's already been reprogrammed. Well, if we can use his punching ability to knock off, stop the other robots, or give me time to get the other symbols, I can help. Well, that's a great idea, but uh, they're very singularly programmed. Oh. I'm surprised they could even play checkers. By the way, I'm surprised you could beat me in checkers. Kieran is just going to be <laughs> randomly deleting all the code and trying to retype it randomly. Oh, just like also, and, and as you're doing this, it's making the, the robots on the floor that haven't been reprogrammed mm -hmm. yet go even like crazy. They're just like doing What would that. happen if he deletes I'm doing one, one at a time and then enters it? Oh, would that delete the code? Would that entirely? just stop it because mm. it's empty? Uh, you try that and it does not stop them. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to have to get... Hey, robot! <laughs> just to the next one? Yeah. Come um, play me in checkers! Your yeah. checkers board has been destroyed. Is, is Donna still missing? They don't, yeah, Donna's they just don't disappeared. Know that. I mean, I, if you want to keep an eye out for her, if you're, like, trying to see her... I was just curious. Oh, okay. She's not helping. Yeah, right. robot, come here. I've got something for you. Do, do, a, do a charisma or do a charm. 15. 15, all right. Uh, all of a sudden, one of them comes up and he says, Bubble gum blaster. Oh, that's perfect. I have mint gum. <laughs> and I hold up the gum to him. I okay. say, you want some gum? It like reaches out, it takes I it. I know, I stop. Oh. I hold it, I say, first turn around, do a turn around for me, and then I'll give you the gum. All right, it does that. And then I look at the symbol and I shout it out to them. All right, sounds good. So Bubble Gum Blaster has uh, candy, lollipop, sherbet, and ice cream. Beep, beep, boop, boop. Beep. All right. It walks over and it starts Wait, does up. does it turn around for the gum or does it just walk away? It just walks away. It, oh. even. Okay. it, got it was a nice try. Though. I feel sad. <laughs> no, you are tricking them. That's great. I'm so sad I didn't take my gum. Just as kind of a funny remembrance. As it walks over, you see what it was working on. And that is it puts all its job is, is to put those bubblegum eyeballs onto the character ice cream cones that you get from like the ice cream man. And you can see the ones that it was, that were coming out as it was all glitchy and they're like all like messed up all over. And then of course the ones that it's doing now are fixed. And you suddenly realize how those get so messed up when you buy them at the ice cream truck. Yep. Um, I guess I yell to the next one and say, hey, roll by. Choco Churner. Oh, perfect. Come here, Choco Churner. Do we hear the names being across yes. the factory? Okay. Um, roll, roll, roll another. I've charm. got a voucher with your name on it. <laughs> Eight. Eight. All right. The Cracker um, Barrel has come closer. I'm holding a voucher and waving it up in the air. Choco Churner. Um, just looks at you and he just starts aggressively um he's got kind of like a whirlwind of, of chocolate like it's um kind of like when you go to mix something in a mixer and then you like lift the thing if it were still mixing and it just starts shooting chocolate in every direction he's just doing that oh, and I, as he does this you can see donna who's ducking in amongst the various machines i yell if you come to get this Cracker Barrel voucher, you could use it to have a, a half off on the double chocolate fudge Coca-Cola cake. He does oh not my seem God. tempted, but that's a great <laughs> reference. We'll, we'll try to talk Donna into yelling, giving us the codes if she's behind them. Go for it, do a charm. Oh, that's not my best quality. <laughs> you yell that from control room? Oh, that's oh, a oh, oh, exploding Whoa, dice, exploding dice. Oh, a five, five. okay. <laughs> So what are you saying? What are you saying exactly? Uh, Donna, we need the codes off their backs. She's like, I've got two of them. She said, Rocky Roadblocker, ice cream cone, or sorry, dish, cone, peanut, cookie. You type that one in and Rocky Roadblocker resets. And then she says, 
Mr. Fruitastic. Mm -hmm. Strawberry, cherry, mango, banana. You type that one in and he resets and he goes back. He stops firing uh, fruit bullets at you. I think all you have left is Choco Churner and Sherber Shuffler. Well, I'm going to don my hard hat. Oh. And I'm going oh, to run in. in. Holding my voucher up, and I'm gonna go. You're gonna take this voucher, chocolate <laughs> robot. <laughs> are you just trying to coax him, or are you doing anything? I'm just running to him, and I'm going to like wave it in front of his face to get his attention. I got think of the double chocolate cake, All and I'm right. gonna try and get his attention. And then when I get it, I'm gonna throw it to the side oh, and then run to the like other a dog. Side. Like yeah. go fetch, <laughs> go fetch, boy. All right, do another charm, I guess. A nine. A nine. You could spend one, you might make it a 10. Yeah, okay. All right, I'll take that. All right, you manage to get his attention. You throw the voucher off. He goes, chomp, 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 chomp. And then uh, as he's kind of stomping towards it, you can see on the back of his uh, shoulder, you see cookie, milk, cake, cone. I, yeah, I called that out. All right, sounds good. And finally, he resets, leaving you just with Sherbert Shuffler who has now made an entire little cube of uh, hardened sherbet around himself. He's fortified himself. Yes. Oh, well, he's not that dangerous now. That's true. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk over to him, uh, and I guess... Uh, he's in a box. Yeah, he's yeah, in a I'm box. I'm gonna walk over, he's stuck in a box. He's not really doing anything. like, beep, 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 beep. Uh, hey, Mr. Dunker, you got anything to like cut through this box so we could get, like at least see his back? Uh, I mean, I don't. Again, this is kind of a you guys thing, but I mean, use the hot hat maybe. Hogan, take the, take the, and take he's the just going to stand up, just roll up his sleeves and just walk out there, taking off his hard hat. Oh, snap. And he's just going to start wham, slamming it. Awesome. It. Do, uh, what is it? The B one. Braun. Braun. Yeah, do Braun. Oh, I've been waiting to use that. All right. 11. 11. Out of All right. 12. Bam, bam, bam. It starts to crack. And as it does, the crack grows bigger and bigger until a whole like wall section of it shatters. And awkwardly, as if like sitting and going to the bathroom, the robot is <laughs> is currently putting another layer on the opposite side. It's like that shining reference where yeah. my face is. Oh, yeah. It's Kieran. <laughs> Um, he's he's fortifying the wall opposite you, and his whole head just kind of turns around to look at you, like, oh. So he, I'm facing his back. You're already facing his back. All right, yep. I'm gonna read the symbols and then call it out immediately. Awesome. So his symbols are sherbet, strawberry, cherry, and mango. I would have laughed if it was just sherbet, 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 sherbet. Okay, are you typing that in? Yep. Awesome. All right, you type that in, and sure enough, sherbet. Powers down and resets. As he lifts up, he looks at the sherbet that's around him, and he just starts to kind of like break it so that it falls down. And then once it's broken, he goes back to his section and starts filling the little pints of sherbet. And you guys have finally finished all of the fixing all of the AI robots. And Dilly Dunker says, "All right, well done, everybody. Great teamwork all around. Uh, fantastic work all around. Very well done. You fixed my robots." I'm glad that you technologically savvy kids could help me out with that. Uh, let's let's get out of here. And he leads you guys to the next room. As he opens up the door to the next room, you guys step inside. You find you're a little bit surprised because you step into what seems like a plain and simple board or meeting room. Uh, he asks you all to take a seat, kind of motions to take seats around the, the area. It's almost like a classroom, kind of like a classroom where you got like the rows of seats and then he's got a big area here. And he says... Well, you guys did it. You made it through all the trials and hazards of my ice cream satisfactory. And for the most part, you did it all with flying colors. And you worked together, and I think that's really the important thing. So let me ask you this. He, he looks at each one of you, and then he, he turns to Julian, and he says, Julian, what would you do for a butterscotch blast-off? Um, uh, typically, I go to my... Cracker Barrel parents freezer, and I open it up, and I would just take one out and eat it. But let me ask you this: What would you be willing to do to get your hands on a butterscotch blaster? Well, typically my quote is handing out at least twenty vouchers a day, so at least twenty voucher handouts a day. Hmm. All right. 
Okay. I can spike those numbers up if need be, if my parents are a bit of a challenge or it's the off season, but for the most part, 20 is my quota. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fantastic. Um, solid answer. We'll get back to that. Uh, he turns to Kieran and he says, Kieran, what would you be willing to do for a pint of Kit Kat cookie dough? I mean, I can do anything, really. I mean, if I'm hungry for it, I'll, I don't know, do the dishes, make a meal for the family, uh, anything that really makes my, I mean, it's my sister's favorite flavor, so anything that makes her happy to get it, uh, hmm. I'll do it. Good answer. And then he turns to uh, Hogan and he says, Hogan, let me ask you, what would you be willing to do for a duck fudges? I would do literally anything. I'm afraid I would die without them. I am so scared of going a day without a duck fudger. <laughs> oh, man. I will kill. <laughs> Getting the sense that you'd be willing to get quite violent for a duck fudger. I would hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> Interesting answer. Interesting answer. And then he finally turns to Donna and he says, Donna. <laughs> Donna, <laughs> what would you be willing to do for for a sugar-free citrus pop? And she goes, I don't know. I'd probably, I guess I'd be willing to like maybe put a tweet out about it or an Instagram post, but I'd probably only do like share it by my story. I probably wouldn't do like a, a full like permanent post, something along those lines. Maybe my Snapchat, but mm, maybe. He goes, oh, right. Well, you just see the visible confusion on Dunker. <laughs> Whatever the hell that means. <laughs> and he says, all right. Um, that was a great question. I, I know I said that was the last question, but I guess I also had to ask, what was the ice cream treat you guys each came up with? Uh, I know mine. Yeah, absolutely. Hogan, have at it. Well, as a, as a sister treat to the duck fudgers, I want to create lemon loonies in the shape of a loon. With vanilla ice cream and hints of lemon and lemon cookies. I like it. I like it. Taking something you're familiar with and changing it into your own spin on it. I like it. Very smart. And also a lemon flavored treat. We don't have a lot of those, but I feel like it's a good direction. And there's a giant space in the market for a treat based on loons. That's a very good point. All right. Uh, Kieran, what about you? Did you come up with a treat for me? Um, I mean, yeah, it's... It took me a while to get the recipe down, but it's something I've made myself many a times. A, uh, a salted caramel brownie cookie dough. Oh, all right. Again, yeah. taking uh, something that you are a fan of and uh, yeah. twisting it into a new creation. All right. I'm, very, very interesting. He's going to pull out his little box that has Oh, yeah. Some, he's going to be like, I really do want to see what these things uh, add to the recipe, though. I'm, it's a much different flavor from the brownie batter you get at, like, Malwart. All right. I like the experimentation. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, what, what page is that recipe on? <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> oh, no. I can't do anything to Hogan because it was Philip. I had the rumor oh, about. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can't say anything about his grandma. He's a his grandma's definitely getting his inheritance yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, no. He's, oh, he's no. fine. He's, yeah, he's, he's fine. Dead. Oh, yeah, he's fine. Uh, he's fine. Um, awesome. And then finally he turns to yeah, Julian and he says, one. what about you, Julian? What did you come up with for me? It's a good rumor. I thought of, I'm not really the ice cream expert. Um, I don't really know how to make it. I just know what sounds good and what's tasty. And while I was drinking that beer soda, I had some, some vanilla ice cream with it. And I thought, what if you could put like vanilla ice cream, but then like put root beer flavoring inside of the in middle of it so that when you took a bite of it it'd be a root beer ice cream blend don't they already have that well Do we they? don't hear it dilly dunkers <laughs> <laughs> but i see what you mean sort of a, a root beer infused vanilla like so it's like a reverse huh? ice cream float yeah oh, that. interesting so like a reverse root beer float oh all right Where the ice cream is the float right interesting all right. Well, those are fantastic ideas. What about you, Donna? She's like, um, I don't know. I was thinking like something easily to walk with. So like think about the idea of like an ice cream sandwich, except instead of like the normal ice cream sandwich, where it's just like a chocolate wafer on top and bottom, and then there's ice cream in the middle. What if it was like, 
like an actual sandwich. So like there's different flavored ice creams inside. So like you'd have like not like gross stuff like vegetables and like meat and stuff, but like, you know, just different things on the inside. So it's like multiple layers. Oh, all right. It's it's quite interesting for sure. All right. Well, whatever the case, that was just kind of a little bit of a, a test to see, make sure that you all have the creative vision that I feel like needs to be running this place. But I know that we're at the end. And everybody wants to know who it is that I'm going to insert as the leaders of the Dealey Dunkers Ice Cream Satisfactory. And my answer is all of you. Because I have been running this company myself for far too long. And if there's one thing I've learned in all that time, it's that I can't do it myself. And I'm tired. And I've got other things I want to do. And believe it or not, I'm not all that interested in doing ice cream anymore. I'm also really pretty much fresh out of my ideas. So I'm gonna go do other things and I want you guys to each run the factory for me. But I'm gonna put you all in very specific positions. Kieran, you're going to be the chief Sherbert advisor. You're gonna oversee the factory operations. You're gonna be the leadership behind the whole thing. Making sure everything's moving properly and being handled creatively and just making sure that everything's operating as it should be. Well, I already know. Promotion. Yep. <laughs> I got it. I got it All handled. Right. You got me figured out. Look at this. Two for one the... special. Cracker Barrel first, and then you take a stop at the old Dunker ice cream spot. We could do coupons. Franchising. Two for, two for one special. Franchising. I see opportunities here. I, I, you know what? I'm just going to be appreciative of the fact that you're kicking around all sort of opportunities and things. I'm going to make you the brand ambassador. And you're going to be in charge of all that stuff. Oh. Basically everything that you just said. All the public relations. Oh, crack. With that being said, Donna's going to take over as the head marketing consultant. It's really hard to say these words in an accent. And she's going to do... Consultant? Consultant. And she's going to do all the marketing strategy and all of that kind of stuff. Since it's obvious that she's kind of handled that stuff already. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's actually what I'm really good at. That's perfect. And then he turns to Hogan. And he says, Hogan, you're a tricky one. I'm not going to put you in human free sources because that's a dangerous place to put someone that's willing to kill for an ice cream <laughs> What I am going to put you in front of is I'm going to make you... I'd, oh. I'd, make, a great, yeah, you mean I'd make a great taste tester. Taste, taste tester. tester. Oh. Inspector so I wouldn't products. have to get hungry. QR. That's a very good point. I'll make you quality control and you'll be the guy that's in charge of making sure that the ice cream that leaves this factory is delicious because you can have a brand ambassador but if your brand sucks because the product sucks then there's no point even having a brand so you're the guy that makes sure that the brand doesn't suck and with that i want to thank you guys all for checking out my factory and i hope that you'll all sign on to take over this factory as i retire and head out speaking of quality control you made sure to get the Philip batch taken off the line, right? Oh yeah, uh, the scoop troop just notified me they got Philip out. He's just fine. Oh, so what job is he gonna have? Oh no, he didn't make it through, so he's gonna get sent back to his grandma. Okay, so at least his grandma won't take his inheritance. That's a, that's good. Well, I don't have any control over that, but okay. <laughs> and with that, uh, you guys all take over the uh, the massive ice cream and frozen treat com company known as Dilly Dunkers ice cream uh, company. Um, taking over the Satisfactory, uh, maintaining it for years to come, and building the brand and growing the products, and all in all, being a successful group of ice cream entrepreneurs. Thank you guys for playing. This has been Dilly Dunkers Ice Cream Satisfactory, a one-shot kids on bikes campaign uh, written by myself. I hope you guys all had fun. I hope you as the listeners had fun listening, and we'll see you guys next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Dilly Dunker's Ice Cream Satisfactory, a kids on bike one shot campaign created by me, Skylar, and inspired by Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, written by Roald Dahl. The kids on bike system was created by Evil Hat Productions. If you enjoyed our show, be sure to check out our others from Session Zero Heroes, such as our ongoing Benders and Brews show set in the world of Avatar The Last Airbender and using the Avatar Legends system. 
or our ongoing Dungeons & Dragons series, Criminals of Isla Numis. We also do a variety of one-shots using various other TTRPG systems, such as our Monster of the Week, Hunter's Haven series. We're growing and releasing new episodes bi-weekly, so you'll see all sorts of systems and themes in use as we move forward, so be sure to follow, like, and subscribe to our show so you don't miss out on any of our future content. Additionally, it would mean so much to us if you take the time to drop us a review, as it always helps our show continue to grow and get noticed by others out there. Your review might even be read on an episode of our show. Of course, if you're looking to keep up to date on our show and our various other endeavors, you can do so by following us on social media, whether that be Facebook, X, Instagram, or Discord, the links of which are in the episode description. And again, we hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll join us again next time. So stay curious, stay heroic, until we roll again.